Hey there, everyone. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Ghoulin' Around. Today, our topic is the 2008 survival horror game, Dead Space. I'm your host, Jason, joined by... Joanne. And special guest... Ben. Yeah, so let's get into it. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Dead Space is a survival horror where you take the reins of Isaac Clarke and engineer tasked with going to a ship and fixing it you get there and nothing is going well your entire crew uh you know gets descent upon by these uh zombified remains called necromorphs and the entire point of the game is to survive so what do you think of it Joanne? I did a very fast run just for this podcast. I did not actually play this game when it first came out, so my understanding of it is a little bit different than probably both of you. Uh, but I really enjoyed it. Um, I think the my what the fuck part was when I went through one of the oh, doors. Full spoiler warning. To, yeah, totally spoiler. <laughs> this game was released in 2008, so. Yeah, we got 10 plus years. Mm-hmm. But uh, I walked through the door and that worm thing grabs you and knocks you on your back yeah. i was just mm-hmm. like what yeah you gotta shoot the glowy bits that was the easy part of course you know now games nowadays they started being more less distinctive of where you need to shoot so at least we still had that in this game where hey look glowy bits shoot at that yeah. uh that was my what the fuck part and then of course the ending i was not expecting the ending when the girl jumps out at you i literally moved my arm like this i would be horrible <laughs> in a in a zombie apocalypse i'd be bitten so fast <laughs> i was like wait no and she showed up she would have been my arm <laughs> so ben what do you what do you like about these um, yeah, I played. I didn't play it when it came out in 2008. It was like a couple years later. Um, and yeah, I, I, I love the Dead Space games. Like I think in the first, one, I just checked again recently. I was like, I think I got all the achievements for that one. And I did. It's yeah, it's probably one of my favorite games in like the third person over the shoulder like action like uh, type games. Uh, very reminiscent of like uh, Resident Evil 4, uh, which they, they took a lot of inspiration from. But yeah, it's it's great. There's not many like games like that or even horror games like that that are actually really yeah, good. The, the atmosphere that the game created was definitely one of a kind for oh, the yeah. time because like you had these Resident Evil games where like they were creepy and all that but Dead Space took it to a new height because like the darkness the claustrophobia that you feel moving around the ship and the sense of just never being safe because at any given time oh, those yeah. necromorphs can just all of a sudden attack you and they don't exactly die fast. <laughs> yeah, there's only safety, safe place really like when you're literally entering the chapter or like certain safe zones or even like when you're at a workbench, they'll sometimes just come up behind you. <laughs> yeah, and that's one thing I really liked about playing the game is the action started really quick. Yeah. So you don't have like a slow intro when you're going into the game. It, I mean, you get into the game about 10 minutes into it, you're already being attacked by stuff. <laughs> so I really like that. Whereas like, I feel like the Resident Evils and especially Silent Hill, they have a lot of slow parts. Mm-hmm. This one does not. Yeah, the, the slowest bits you get is like maybe after you've immediately just like finished killing the Necromorphs, and so the game gives you that last moment where you're like, all right, you're free to explore once more. And then you get through two doors and then, hey, guess what, five more enemies in there. Right, exactly. There'll still be some downtimes where it's like, it kind of builds up the anticipation. You're just mm-hmm. like, there, there'll be certain sections you go through, it's like a, min- a minute or so, you're like, you expect an enemy at every corner, but they don't always put it at every corner. 
Yeah, so you're sitting there yeah. with this sense of just suspense, just building yeah. and building, and you get those, like, where in some new horror movies now, more recent ones, they get to that trend where, like, they set up the jump scare, and then, like, they don't do it, and then, like, a minute later they'll do it. That was kind of dead space. Because, mm. uh, like, you have all those other horror games that, like, jump out at you. This one just lets you build in it. Yeah, like playing the game too like you're literally just like with the plasma cutter whatever gun you're and using at that point like around every corner you're just always like aiming 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 waiting waiting for them because like yeah they'll pop out literally every every little section you'll see them like go through a vent and you're like that that's it's gonna come up behind me yeah, one of the things <laughs> i loved about the dead space series not even just the first game was its weapon um oh, yeah. system because in the first two it was kind of just this basic setup where you had a gun that some of them had double features, like the plasma cutter, the most basic one. It's double features, you just flip its like shooting style. It can either shoot or horizontally or vertically. Helps when dismembering the necromorphs, because in order to kill them, you have to cut off their limbs and then basically just stomp them into the ground. Yeah, better game gimmick. It's like, hey, instead of shooting the head for anything else in every other video game, it's like, you gotta shoot the limbs, because yeah. the head doesn't really matter most of the time. And how fast they move, it can be a tough shot sometimes, because they'll come skittering across the floor, which is also another cool gaming aspect, was they had the whole stasis system, mm -hmm. where you had this amount of, like, just called stasis, and you could hit enemies with this, like, little puff of, like, energy, and it slows them down, helps very quickly for dismembering them. Then you had the telekinesis where you could grab shit and throw it. So that way, if you were ever out of ammo or didn't want to use your ammo, you could try to use the things around you, like use a box or something. Because I went through and like played on the hardest difficulty, and my ass also was like, let's do hardest difficulty and speed run. Fucking do it. So of course, I was just grabbing shit, tossing it, and then running past and then grab shit, toss it. Yeah, good experiences. <laughs> Yeah, like item management is a huge part of that too. Like you said, in the hardest difficulties, like they'll just give you less ammo. And the bit, mm -hmm. another big part to the mechanics is like the stomping. Like you just have like little, literally like ten thousand metric tons of like force between your fiddles, <laughs> and um, to just stomp the crap out of them. And like just it's to manage your ammo and to like you know make it further throughout the game because yeah, when it gets harder like that, you can't just be wasting the ammo. Or did like you, you happen to play the series to Dead Space Three? Yes, I did. Yeah, so what'd you think about, so spoiler alert for you, but it's not really like a spoiler alert, but mechanically in Dead Space 3 they introduced this aspect of creating your own weapons. Because in the first two you're kind of stuck with a preset like uh, set of weapons, like you have the plasma cutter, the assault rifle, and then you have like a, a javelin launcher. I don't remember which all guns were flame in the first thrower. one. Yeah, you had the flamethrower. Yeah, which never seemed to work quickly for me. I would just light them on fire and then I have an Ecromorph that's on fire that's punching right. me. <laughs> exactly, I found that out really quick, especially on those those big pregnant looking ones mm. that would oh, like yeah. give birth to all the little ones. I'd be flamethrower, but they're still coming. <laughs> Do not shoot the belly, it's a trap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would stick with like the plasma cutter, the line gun, the uh, the, the, the force one. They would shoot like a little mm. ball and then also do like a force blast. And then the fourth one, kind of like, Probably use the, the machine gun one, I would use a little bit of that one just to like manage little things there, but those are probably the main four. But yeah, and the third one, it really ramps it up with like, basically you can customize it to almost however you want. But then they kind of fall into like, 
you know, these are the best ones to kind of create. You can still kind of yeah. make some wacky stuff. There's but it's... definitely some like ones that are favored over them. They're like, hey, use this one because it's better. Mm -hmm. But like finding your own creativity in there because like you can take whatever two guns you like and essentially mix them into one gun. My strategy, which I also suggest to anyone playing that Space 3 because it's good, is go with the, uh, I don't remember what it's called, but it's like a semi-auto shot where you're like every time you pull the trigger it fires it. It only takes like two or three shots per limb to pop it off and then have the shotgun under barrel so if they get too close you just blast them back and then just pop up. It's a good combo. Nice. <laughs> so Jason, I've got to ask you, why did you pick Dead Space this time around? Um, mainly because Dead Space, like, we've talked about it a lot on the podcast and just, like, between us, because it's one of my favorite horror games, because of just everything it did with, like, the atmosphere, especially, like, if you're at home and you turn off all the lights, then you get real fucking into it. Um, but especially after they re uh, announced the whole remake and that it's, <laughs> they're shooting for a January 2023 release, so, like, that's nearer around the corner than I thought like would actually be because I was expecting like mid to late 2023 because you know how long games take to make. I'd expect it to be pushed back honestly too. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows, it might. Yeah. <laughs> With games nowadays, it might. But yeah, in anticipation for that, I wanted to get you to play, play the series. It. I know, you've been trying to get me to play this one for a long time, but of course I was having the issues where I've got, uh, you know, Xbox and of course this was an Xbox 360 so when I downloaded it well there was an issue with my Xbox Live account it wouldn't connect to it so I had no saving <laughs> I mm. just had to leave the Xbox on for days while I played this game okay. and hopefully I was in a safe spot where I could just yeah. stop and leave so that was fun <laughs> you just cool. you can pause it anytime but yeah all of a sudden you're like hey, where was that again you unpause like right. oh there's a tank in front of me cool Right, yeah, I always wanted to make sure I was at like one of those like uh, terminals where you do save so I know where I'm, where mm -hmm. I'm at and I just finished the chapter or I'm just starting a new one, something like that, and then, you know, leave, leave the Xbox on overnight and then of course the animals love cords, so I was like, please do not pull the cord out. <laughs> yeah, been there. <laughs> so uh, after playing the first one, would you continue playing the series? I would, um, I definitely more interested in playing them now. I'm very, very interested in the remake. I can't wait for that yeah. to come out. I'm definitely gonna play that. It's just gonna be a little bit more difficult for me with them being on a 360 and I don't have the Xbox Live to save them, so I'll have to do the same thing where I'm just leaving the Xbox on and praying the nothing happens. Is, uh, the two and three only get longer. Oh, geez. Yeah, yeah. this one wasn't too bad. Yeah, the, once you've played them a couple of times, the first two games you can get through pretty quickly. Like, I remember back in the day grinding out like some achievements and just like wanting to play the game that I would like speed run it in a night and then the next night do it again differently. And if you do Dead Space 3, you get there, that's going to be your longest haul because it is a long ass game. See, and the thing that worries me about Dead Space 3 that me and you were discussing before the podcast is the no gravity sections. Yeah. I had the hardest time trying to navigate where I needed to jump to to get to wall to wall because you're trying to figure out what you need to do. Um, there's monsters in there trying to attack you and you're running out of oxygen all at the same time so you're just jumping from wall to wall and then I'm like wait what wall am I on? Where am I at? Where's my door? So yeah. those were a little confusing. The very last 
no gravity spot where you had to throw the radiation out that was a little bit easier for me it was a it was a lot bigger of an area so i could actually see like which walls i needed to go to to get these things out of there but the other two were so condensed that when you were jumping you could possibly instead of the wall you're aiming for get stuck on a different wall <laughs> i'm yeah. not good at video games <laughs> <laughs> the very first like big like main boss of the game it's like when you're that little like giant tube where it's like the i think it's leviathan or whatever um, yeah, you have to constantly be moving all the time mm -hmm. to like avoid it and use telekinesis to throw it stuff back at it and stasis it. Yeah, it's those parts are not so bad, but it's a little disorienting for sure. Like doing the, the going from platform platform zero G. But yeah, it gets a little bit better. I feel like in the later series, I remember that in two it wasn't so bad. Yeah, the zero G areas were always a interesting bit because on top of this game being like a survival horror, like it added in a lot of like. I want to say action elements because of like how you had to fight certain things and um, it had a lot of puzzles throughout the series that you had to figure out and some of them were in zero-g areas and in three I remember vaguely um, there were certain areas where you could turn on and off the gravity and you would have to turn it on move around turn it off mm -hmm. do like a thing or two so uh, you're gonna like that if you get there. Interesting. <laughs> and also, but, if she does play three, you guys could play co-op. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's what, what I was gonna say. Is three introduced um, a co-op system where you could have someone come in and they would play as John Carver, who was this um, I forget what company he works for, but he's like a soldier dude. And for plot reasons, I'm not gonna say too much because you gotta get you there. He and Isaac end up together, and then. Um, if you play the single player campaign, it kind of like explains away some of like his absences where it'll be like, oh, you guys split up and then if you play it in co-op, like you'll actually split up and it offers a different experience. Because I played through it by myself because my friends and I, we played through the first two games. <coughs> and then when I played the third game, I was all by myself. <laughs> oh, that's killing me. <coughs> It's the same way for 3 too. I played by myself. I think I played a little bit with a friend of mine, but not the whole way through. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a fun part of it being co-op there. But as you said, the series goes on, it definitely feels... There's still the horror part of it, but it's got, like, especially by 3, it's a lot more action -y. Oh yeah, because with the third game, the first two games you spend fighting the Necromorphs, which are these alien parasite things that take dead flesh reanimated to life, thus making the Necromorphs, and they're brought to life by this thing called the Marker, which is an alien relic artifact thing that in the first game they find it while they're cracking open the planet because they're on the ship the Ishimura, which is a planet cracker, basically in the world they go to planets, crack them open, take the resources, and then leave. This one they find an alien right, turns everyone on the ship into zombies. So. But um, in the third game, they add these cultists, they're um, unitologists is what they're called. And they believe in the whole like bringing all of the markers into existence and creating this uh, unity event thing. Um, convergence is what it's called. So throughout the game, you have these people who are also shooting at you. So it introduced like a cover aspect, it introduced uh, finally like a dodge aspect. Because mm -hmm. the first two games you kind of like walk and then you can run a little bit But there's not so much in like actually like moving out of the way when something's trying to like hurt you 
like Ge Gears of War-ish or like Uncharted. Yeah, it was definitely like it took all of its uh, Resident Evil uh, and Silent Hill uh, influences and add a little bit of Gears of War into there. Mm -hmm. And I was a fan, not gonna lie. Because not only did it have all of these horror moments where like yet again it creates that atmosphere of just dread and suspense, but it also had these moments of action. And as a person who splits his time between like RPGs, horror, and like action games and all that shit, having it all in one is a very nice experience. Didn't they also put microtransactions in the third one too though? <laughs> uh, yeah, they did add different like skins that yeah. you could get. One of the ones you could get was um, from Mass Effect, it was like the N7 yeah. armor. Good old one of the EA. things it did well over the series was its suits, because it had oh, different yeah. suits. Because uh, Isaac Clark has the very familiar like Dead Space uh, slitted visor, and there's different armors you can get throughout the game. And I was always a fan of uh, soldier armor. I think it was. Oh yeah, the third one. It's the one that looks real narrow a little bit. A little like like bird face mm -hmm. helmet. <laughs> that was the thing in the first one. Like when you upgrade your suit, like that just that cool like you know transformation of eyes it, yeah, it also like blah, blah, blah. enhanced your suit visually oh, yeah. like as exactly. you got more armor you could see more armor appear on the thing whereas like a lot of video games when you get these upgrades it's more just stat wise like mm -hmm. your cosmetically it doesn't change all too much uh reminds me of uh, bioshock have you ever played it? yes yeah whenever you upgrade your gun you would see the attachment on mm -hmm. the gun so if you got this max level pistol it's just this outrageous contraption <laughs> So then I have to ask, because we were talking about how great and how well this thing did, was there anything you did not like about Dead Space? After playing it a couple of times, um, no. No? <laughs> <laughs> I, if I could, I would erase my mem memories of this game and play it again from scratch. I would agree, there's plenty of games like that I feel that way, Dead Space is definitely one of those. The only thing I didn't, I wouldn't say didn't like, but like, would piss you off would be the, the sections with the like invincible necromorphos. Yeah, the, the, the regenerator. <laughs> the regenerator, yeah, just like having to kill him in that certain way was like <sighs> eventually like melting him from like the mm -hmm. freezing him or melting yeah. him. Yeah. Those yeah, are those, those types of enemies, they're, they're, they're fun and suspenseful, there, but I'm always just like, I just can't kill you. I need to like run away. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in the third game, spoiler alert for you, um, you fight two of those at once. Oh, lovely. Yeah. So I vaguely remember the third one in some places, but yeah, I do remember fighting two of those together. <laughs> oh, uh, going back to the third game, in so as seen at the end of Dead Space, Isaac is not in the most mentally stable place as he did just hallucinate his dead girlfriend coming to eat his face. Um, that was real. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just really him. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> Uh, but in the third game, there are bits where one of the two characters, if you're playing co-op, will experience like a hallucination because one of the effects of the marker is that it causes people to lose their shit. And in that co-op game, because I played it by myself, and then eventually when my other friend finally got around to it, we co-opted it together. And in those sections, it is very creepy. Because, like, he is like, oh, dude, are you seeing all this shit? And, like, my screen's completely fine. And, like, he's sitting there, like, spitting, looking around, like, are you fucking okay, buddy? And then, and then, for, like, he'll see enemies. 
I'm not seeing shit, so he's just shooting everywhere, and I'm trying to do shit, and I'm like, I'm gonna need you to stop shooting this wall, man. <laughs> that is true, you kind of have a little psychosis or like, uh, schizophrenia, where you're just seeing different things, you're like, I can't shoot that for you because you're just seeing that. <laughs> yeah. There was one time where, um, because I wasn't ready for it, we were walking through like a hallway, my character starts hallucinating, and all these guys started coming at me, well, I was like, a dumbass and had just finished the fight and not reloaded so I had like five bullets left so I just pop 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 oh shit I'm reloading and I'm just getting whopped by these guys and he's just like looking at me I'm like help help and he's like I, <laughs> do you want me to shoot you? okay yeah. well that sounds like Great. fun Great. I would Great. like to see that yeah that would definitely be a fun aspect of it because then you don't know what the hell's going on with your other person there um, <laughs> so I think for me I did not like the last boss the hive mind mm -hmm. i feel like that was too easy yeah he was a little easy i was expecting it to be a lot harder especially when like okay i don't know what anything's called but like his tentacle things came onto like the platform um and they surround you but then he's got like two that kind of go like this and up and down trying to smash you i was waiting for all of them to go everywhere <laughs> you yeah, literally just like left right strafe yeah <laughs> it wasn't like, too uh, hard mm. you just kind of move back and forth and of course shoot the the glowy things mm. and then he dies and i was like well that should have been a lot harder it's i weird. think in a way like everything he's done up to that point like you can see like that you could actually do that you could fight everything he's fought to this point you're like well how does he fight you're right how do you just fight that because the tentacles would just be like smash smash yeah <laughs> yeah but then it's, you know a video game he has to kill the last boss there but yeah it's definitely the hardest way i think of that is like the very end when he kind of like picks you up and like you have to kind of like in, like upside down inverse like oh shoot yeah the, that was a little yeah. hard that but was yeah. interesting though otherwise yeah it's like not too difficult like you said shoot the glowy parts <laughs> One of my uh, favorite memories of the Dead Space franchise was uh, doing a plasma cutter on a run Oh yeah, uh, the first game. Yep. It's just, it feels so satisfying just to, just to use the plasma cutter. It's the iconic look. Especially pretty early in, like you, like halfway through the game, you're basically like running through it pretty easily because you just upgrade everything into it in mm -hmm. your plasma gun. <laughs> having to, like not having to like allocate upgrades to different ones and just putting it all at one. It's like, oh, max cut power. And then you, all, right and you just back. put stuff in stasis and like everything else you're like oh this is, this is nice the one thing i would change now thinking about is in dead space one your protagonist isaac clark is a silent protagonist whereas in two and three he gets a voice mm -hmm. and like i like him i think i think that builds up too because i feel i'd like that he's silent though because it's the same thing with like you know you don't see his well, you kind of see the back of his head in the very beginning of the game and then the event end of the game you end up seeing his face and he still says a whole lot without saying anything. But then, yeah, I think two, then he gets the voice and it makes it even better for the, like, the story of it. And yeah, I, I see what you mean, but I think it's still good that he's a kind of silent protagonist that then builds it up in a second. And then I saw there. one critique that said like the silent protagonist for horror games uh, works better because it gets the player more immersed to it. Mm -hmm. Because like the having your character suddenly say something, especially if it's a voice that you're like not at all uh, similar to can have that little break in the immersion but yeah, yeah. I would say that was one of the things that adds to the atmosphere of Dead Space because like you had those moments where it was just silent and like you could hear like the slightest bang of like a pipe off in the distance and sometimes that would happen and freak the shit out of you because you think you're about to get jumped right and when you do fight stuff, it's loud too. Like the yeah. music comes in, like the sounds of the necromorphs are really, really loud. It's like, oh god. Yeah, a lot of times my heart rate spiked playing the game franchise, probably a lot. 
yeah, like you, th you think about like playing it and you're right, your, your heart rate is just like racing, but then you're like, oh, this is like so stressful, but you're having a great time. And then at the end of the day, like when you've been playing it for that day or whatever, you're just like, ah, that was fun. <laughs> That's a lot of our a lot of our reactions are formed with this too, especially if it's a good one. Like it's like you're sitting there and after you're like, ah, oh, that was really good. I want to do that again. <laughs> yeah, adrenaline junkies over here. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I liked the aspect, the scary aspect of the different sounds like you guys are saying. Like sometimes it's really loud, um, especially when you've got those ones that are like plastered to the wall and they're screaming as you're killing them. <laughs> I named those screamers. Um, I named all of them my own names because I don't know them. But oh my god, <laughs> the actual names. <laughs> it's really loud in some of those parts, but then in some parts it's like muffled because, like you know, he's like running out of oxygen. All you're hearing is him breathing, and then like everything around him's muffled. And I really like that aspect because, like. That's more scary to me, that I can see these people around me, I can see these monsters around me, but I can't hear them. <laughs> Where the hell are they? Yeah, Dead Space 3 has a lot of those moments because um, it goes more open with the exploration because in the first two games, you're kind of stuck to a path. Um, like in the first game, you're stuck in the Ishimura. In the second game, you're on this city other place. Not going to say it too much. Third game, you kind of get this part of a planet and like some of it's outside to explore and it has a lot of these open areas and there's times where you're going through like these two space stations and you're in the middle of space so there's no sound and you'll be just like walking through a door and all of a sudden um, one of those whipper things that launch the spikes at you will just hit you and it'll turn the corner and there's three guys there that you didn't hear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think that you guys talking about the third one, I'm definitely going to have to get there now. I especially do the co-op thing. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, that'll be fun. A lot of fun for the two of you. Yeah. I'm, I'm super excited about the remastered one so that I can actually like take my time and do these since I can be able to save. Yeah. <laughs> With these ones I can't save, so I'm just trying to get through them. Um, so hopefully I, if the remaster does well, they'll just remaster the trilogy. Right. Like, exactly. I would buy the shit out of a Dead Space remastered trilogy. Fuck yeah. yeah. I did the same thing for the Mass Effect ones recently. It wasn't, it wasn't so much of a remake, but it was like, you know, like a, just a... Well, it was a, they touched up on yeah, like the graphics. Stuff. Yeah. But I hope that with this full dive that it kind of gets the Final Fantasy VII treatment. Oh, yeah. Where yeah. it looks completely different, but like it is the same, but visually like it is made for like the new generation. Yeah. Uh, with... with the sound design and just the overall graphics of how the first one looked at the time, 2008, uh, with what they can pull off now, I hope that it is just utterly terrifying. Even if you play it now, like you said it was back in 2008, it still holds up. There's not a part where you're looking at that where you're just like, unless you're like a super graphic snob, but like otherwise it's, it holds up very well. And there's not that part where you're just like, oh, that's weird. You're just like, this is, it still keeps you engrossed in the um, action or like, you know, the, the horror elements and everything. It's just super good. Yeah, even for me, like playing it now when I didn't play it before, I think it really holds up. It did really good on all the graphics being 2008. I mean, as much as I love the Silent Hill, you know, all of them, I don't even know how many there are now. I, I lost count. <laughs> but many. I know, I think the last one I played was the Black Mirror one. But uh, so 
if you go back and play Silent Hill, you can tell it's old. Same with Resident Evil. Same with Resident if Evil. If you go with like the the OG like one and not like the most remastered one, oh, yeah. like you can see the, the the graphical difference throughout the like throughout the years. But even you know me playing playing Dead Space now, it looks good. I would have not guessed it was 2008. I thought it would have been a lot later. <laughs> and the controls so, make sense. It's just like any other game. Right. If you played a third-person game like that, like you were saying, like Resident Evil like 4 even, while well, it's still very good, the controls are like, you've never played it before. You're just like, little get used. you got to get used to it a little bit. <laughs> a lot of the times when it comes to horror games, sometimes the controls can get a lot like getting used to. But with how they kind of went with a third-person action play style just in a horror setting was very nice because it's it's um accessible mm -hmm. is the word i would say i think they were supposed to i was like reading up on this recently about it they were talking about how they were supposed to make the game actually be like system shock 3 until they saw like resident evil 4 and they're like you know what we want to do something more like that and therefore dead space yeah exactly <laughs> So, with all of that being said, I'll go around the table and do our ratings. Jason, scale 1 to 5, 5 being the best. How do you rate this? 5 out of 5. 5 out of 5. Ben? Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely a 5 out of 5. Same here. I definitely give it a 5 out of 5. If I had to nitpick, like I said, if I'm nitpicking, I just don't like the zero gravity, but that's just me. I just got confused. It, it, <laughs> it gets easier, I want to say, because like as the as two and three uh, with their changes throughout the years uh, the system gets more fluid it's not as like I want to say like bulky like you feel this giant weight as you're trying to move through zero gravity but it mm -hmm. gets more fluid and a lot easier to handle <laughs> perfect well I guess that's gonna conclude it um, thank you guys for sticking around for another game episode of Dead Space um, so I think that Jason's got some tricks up his sleeve that he's going to be doing next time. We might actually be switching over to some uh, board games, but stick around and uh, keep going with us.